The dogs have rise from the death, yo. We're back with the podcast, and um, first, we need to say something, don't we? We, we? What happened last week? We recorded the podcast, but something went wrong. Yeah, we we did actually record a podcast, guys. It was about an hour long. Guys and girls, and guys and, every, and girls, every, everyone. Yeah, and uh, trans, trans as well. Better not forget them. <laughs> like there was pride in Norwich. I should have should have remembered uh, <laughs> uh, before I left. But we recorded an hour of po- interview uh, podcast, and it was probably our best yet. We put our heart and soul into it. But the audio we talked quality. a lot about the PTO race. We had a massive bullshit busher Instagram post of the week. But I was quite skeptical because um, Joe was recording the podcast through his iPad because his mic was still in somewhere else in the UK. And I was saying, mate, we are a high quality podcast. We give knowledge to the people and we can't deliver this shite. No, we couldn't put it up. It had this horrible noise in the background. Um, and basically, I, when I went to Pont Romeo last time in June, I forgot my laptop, my headphones, and my mic. The same one as this trusty one was here uh, in font. So the guy, Michael, who I was with, took it back to Cambridge, and I just hadn't been there. And But I've met up with him now. Are you going to better your life? Because um, pe- you're letting people down. I know. I'm we are letting people, people down. down. I've had so many messages. I've had people that felt lonely, depressive, uh, had shit training. They couldn't get through it. Um, uh, yeah, it was just a mess. It was a mess, mate. And also, we've got the patrons. They support us. We we we, we lost patrons. Down. We lost patrons, didn't we? From we it? did. We lost yeah, patrons. They were angry. They, thought, they yeah. thought we'd trick them into getting them to sign up to the podcast and then we stop producing. You know, that's there's, there's people that did that. I listen to a podcast on the way here and some people do that. They have a legitimate business. They take money, take money and they do a legitimate business. One per- This person in particular was doing it on the dark web, you know, the, the, yeah, silk, yeah, yeah. the silk Road. Yeah. She was selling drugs. All right. Like it wasn't legitimate business, but she was selling drugs. She was delivering. <laughs> it was still legit quality. business. Yeah. Like, like the legit. business. She was running, yeah, the business model was legit. She was getting good reviews because you could rate it on there. Um, and she was taking the money. The reviews were really good. So more people were buying stuff. And then all of a sudden, she takes all the money. She doesn't post the stuff out and it goes on for about a month, six week period. But people think, oh, well, she's legit. Her reviews are awesome. She took all the money and ran. So if you're That's a patron and you're a question about the money, just send me a DM and I'll give you a little insight. Yeah, we haven't we haven't, um, we haven't done that to you. Don't worry. Uh, anyway, yeah, well, so we're getting collecting the money to go uh, to Kona. Uh, we already went to Berlin, Sub7, get the content to watch you. And I I can guarantee you I'm putting Joe responsible for getting the content out here for four weeks. You're not getting away with this, mate. There's yeah. like the swim bike run we did today. There's just another session that you need to take on. And I've, I've even and, bought a camera though, haven't I? And you bought a camera. Anyway, enough of that. So if you want to watch it, by the way, on YouTube, it's on YouTube, um, and uh, we'll be back. And we're going to do some, try and do some more here in uh, Font Ramona and that we're here for four to weeks. To be honest, anyway. even if you don't really want to watch it on YouTube, just let it run on your phone because we could do with the views and the money. We already made, so we've got our YouTube account monetized, Joe, and yeah. we already made from all the videos what we've got, $18. And I'm going to take you to a shit coffee in Font Ramona for it. Yeah, we'll get a picture of the uh, shit coffee he buys me from our YouTube uh, money. <laughs> this time next year, though, we're going to be minted from it <laughs> we're gonna have at least a hundred dollars in our back pocket <laughs> uh, anyway go on in go on in you've got a high low i've got my my low is not only did i have a 16 and a half hour drive i think it took me to get here about was it 16 hours uh it took me i left at 5 a.m uk time and i got here at 9 a 9 p.m what would have been uk time mm-hmm. so that's like what's that 16 hours it took me door to door 
Um, I was hoping to be catching one up with Tom on the road, but Eurotunnel let me down. Had to wait like an hour and a half. Uh, really annoying. And then, so I get rolled. I get here. I get last dibs on the room because Fabian, who, uh, he was the real sneak, wasn't he? He was, he went, was the, he went off at 3.30 in the middle of the night. But he, he had good there. tactics because what he did was he asked everyone what time you're supposed to be arriving. So we all told him. Yeah. And then he left an hour and a half earlier than what we all said. So he was like, arriving. even if I get stuck in traffic, I'll be up ahead yeah. of everyone. And he got and stuck in traffic. Got here early, got first dibs on the room. Uh, then Tom and uh, now Tom- Thomas, Tom, we went in through the garage and I said, you just pick a room. Like, I don't really care. And it was all dark in the basement. It was all dark in here. And he said, I want to have a room with a view. And I said, I don't even care. This, this room, had, the room I have has got it's no lo- view. It's like, lovely. It's, it's lovely. Got real, like I'm, we, we're looking at a garden somewhere, it's like not no, even garden, like a hill. No it's storage got, space. It's got a shitload of storage. Mine hasn't even got You've a got view. a view, but you've got, you, you're lacking storage. I'm lacking storage. I nearly Is that have- your low? That yeah, that's my life. That, that's that's my life. I want to share some of my cupboards with you. What what's the, your what? Cupboards. Cupboards. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't try my underwear on though. I know what you're like. <laughs> um. So that's the low. That's the only low. It's just your room, mate. I uh, yeah, I haven't really got many lows. I mean, the drive was all right. To be honest, sixteen hours. You'd think it'd be in. Uh, um. Ah, oh, actually, one thing I was surprised about, which isn't really a low or a high, is that sea suck amount because. I got lent that and I was a bit dubious at first because it's literally just suction cups, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And they say check it every four hours, which makes you even more dubious because you're like, I tend to drive fairly fast and I've got to check <laughs> it every four hours. Is my bike, am I just going to see it blow off down the motorway and I'm totally screwed? Like I've just got two written off bikes. So I was a bit paranoid, but I checked it every time we stopped and it was like still holding strong with there was nothing we could do to adjust it. But then the last bit, you had the same experience. Guys in old beaten up French cars tearing it up through yeah, the road. Like so yeah, I got in a few burn ups with them, but I daren't go too quick around the corners because I was like, the G force well, might, might rip it off. So yeah. I was like having to cruise around the corners and then try and put my foot down a bit afterwards. It was quite fun. But they, those guys, they've, they're all Cleos. They're probably like 15, 20 years old. But I think it. they're like remapped and all that because I was driving behind uh, a Peugeot 106 and that thing was beasting it up the hill, mate. Yeah. And I remember people having them when I first started to learn to drive and they were slow as anything. They were slow these, as anything. Yeah. These, these guys have done stuff to them. Done stuff to them. 100%. But the f- that was all, all right. They love their mods, don't they? They love their mods over here. They do. They do. That, just like their coffee. Yeah. <laughs> if they put as much effort into coffee as they do mod uh, mods on their cars, we would be in heaven, wouldn't we? That would be the best place to be on earth. But um, high then? A little high? My high is I didn't drown in the pool like last time. I think I remember last time in June speaking to you and saying that I was so smashed swimming in that 50 meter pool. You put on a wetsuit. It cracked me that I had to put on a wetsuit and it was like a battle in my head as to do I want to feel like I'm sinking and swimming like shit in the pool mm-hmm. or do I want to overheat and uh, p- potentially uh, screw myself over from overheating by swimming in a pool with a wetsuit on? And I was like, I would rather overheat and fuck myself mm-hmm. than take that wetsuit off and uh, need to get saved by lifeguard. But today it didn't happen. I actually felt pretty good. I was hitting actually way fast times than last time when I was here. So it obviously shows that like doing some training works. And you were actually surprised by how much easier you were expecting it. I think all the horror stories made you think it was going to be so much worse, well, didn't they? Well, that's just a swim. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, so you found form in the water. You found, found form. form. Um, no, let's not call it form. Low of the week, mate, for me. I've got some sort of some sort of hit by a bus last week. So I had a crash after like a bus almost hit me. How did this happen? So I, I was riding on a cycle path and there was a, a street that came from the left. There was a, a bus that came up and I was thinking, she doesn't see me. She doesn't see me. And she looked right at me. She, she, she was looking at the right 
but she was not looking. You could see she was just doing it because the probably the driving instructor told yeah. her to like just look to the left and right, but she wasn't looking. So I was like, nope, nope, she's going, she's going, she doesn't see me. So I was like massively breaking and screaming. And I just got in front of it and managed to like dutch it. And then she was like, she stopped it. And I uh, I stopped my bike and I said, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're looking to the right, but you can't see me. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I couldn't see, I'm sorry. So I said, yeah, sorry, I was a bit like- um, Did she touch you? Did she touch you? Well, well, no, no, just not not, not really. But um, I was a bit like- uh, um, You're like shaking I was, up. I, I was shaking. I was like adrenaline. I was like, Phew. So I said, all right, yeah, sorry, I'm acting like this way. I just thought I was going to get hit by a bus. And I don't want to drive off like a cool dude. But then because I braked so hard, my chain was off. So I got on the bike. I wanted to pedal, but my chain was off. So there wasn't any power. Oh, so and went, oh. I stacked the bike. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the street and she was still in that van she was like you all right you all right <laughs> so it was some sort of and then i was driving on i was like stupid me stupid me <laughs> but yeah some sort of crack i almost got hit by a bus like she was looking but not looking it's scary yeah. when it happens because you might think she saw me she saw me and then you go on in boom expect the unexpected expect the unexpected but i'll tell you a high mate and we can le- learn something from that Got this girl in The Hague. She's from Ireland. She's Aye. an absolute <laughs> weapon. Yeah. She um uh so I I uh, um she messaged me last December. She said, mm-hmm. I want to do an Ironman. I've been uh, drinking all uh, all winter and I want to do an Ironman. So she's been training pretty hard. Just at start of January, she's yeah. swimming pretty quick, like doing like one thirties in the pool. Like didn't do anything for months. But last week she, she did a brick session and she got up at 4.30, no, she, she got up at four, She on the bike, she was at 4.30, did like almost a two hour uh, bike ride with efforts and then a 10K with 8K tempo off the bike and she was done by seven. Wow, so you're telling me that this girl messaged you on Tinder and you've somehow managed to persuade <laughs> no, her to be in a uh, diehard triathlete. It was on Instagram, but I was thinking like, if you and me had the dedication of this age group where there's working a full-time job, we'd be- uh, Christian Blumenfeld wouldn't have a chance. No chance. Wouldn't have a chance. We wouldn't would have no chance. bury him, like, wouldn't we? We would bury but that's, him. Mate, would you be able to do set an alarm at 4 a.m.? And I spoke to her afterwards. I said, what the hell? Are you in, like, Europe? Uh, Is I, the time correct? And she was like, yeah, I just wanted to get it done before work. And I'm thinking, like, you need to get up at 4 a.m. And, uh, like, I've set my alarm before races before, and it hasn't woke me up, and I've overslept and missed the race. <laughs> that's 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 a low man that is but especially when you pay for even your travel like in a, i mean in a race you've got the adrenaline you're thinking like i need to go because this is what i train for but for an, a session like that i'm thinking like nighthawk this is nighthawk session that is a nighthawk that is that is uh yeah that's the equivalent of you running at midnight isn't it yeah yeah she's uh, gonna race poland this weekend and she wants to uh qualify for kona age group life mate that's age group life but still the- you've when i was an age grouper and i was uh working uh i um I didn't really get up that early. Do you know what my friend said as well? Uh, we've got, or was I don't know if it was you or my fr- or my friend said that one of the quotes that we said from one of the last podcast he wants to turn into a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I want to turn it into a t-shirt. Oh, so um, yeah, we said it in the last <laughs> podcast that, one, that we didn't it. that we didn't put up. It's the, the, the podcast we didn't put up. No, this no, was a quote. Oh, the, yeah. we, the, the quote comes from the one we did put up, and it was. A trained donkey can beat an untrained horse. Was yeah, it that? A trained donkey can beat an untrained horse. Yeah. I think that would make a good one. Yeah. A trained donkey can beat an untrained horse. And that's, um, that is a good quote. Yeah. And uh, that brings us on to what is the next bit? Well, I think I've got another high, mate. You've got another high? Uh, Man. Yeah. Like, I, I remember again. What is it? It's my passion for caravans. 
So oh. <laughs> everyone in in like internationally we always think like Dutch people in the caravans, right? Why did Dutch people have them? I thought it was more French people. No, a shitload of Dutch people have caravans. And I always thought, well, my parents had a, uh, a caravan business like years ago. We like my whole family, my granddad and all that. We're all in like the caravan business. So you like gypsies? No, it's not gypsies. Gypsies like, love their caravans. Yeah, but they live in it. Like we sold all the parts for the caravans. Do you know the uh, boxer, Tyson uh, Fury? Yeah. He's, they come from caravans and stuff. You should hit them up. If you do Bolton, because they're based up that way. Like we could Manchester, do a collab. Yeah, you could do a collab. But anyway. Even, you could park next to them, mate. And be- a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, them caravans are actually like really nice. It's like riding hotel room. You could go to the best places in Europe literally park that thing up at a lake, at a campsite at a lake, have a big fort and you're always up in the nature. You could do running, biking, swimming. What happens though? The only downside what I've got is if you go for like a poo and stuff like- A in, poo? Yeah, or you go to the loo. Like You've got, you've got a got, toilet in that thing and you've yeah, got exactly also these I mean. toilet buildings. So you've got to like clean it somehow. Like, yeah, you got to be disgusting. But you need though. to clean the toilet in the house as well. Yeah, but like not like a- the, we, where it all goes, it all goes obviously into some kind of big tank, doesn't it, somewhere? Yeah. So you've got to take that out, clean it. Yeah. That'd be horrible. Like, but you won't like, be covered like... in shit, mate. It's all like technique. It's not in the 1900s <laughs> anymore. So like, basically you just get You're going to be out. polluting the rivers and, <laughs> and lakes of Holland, man. Pollute the rivers? You don't dump it. It's like specific <laughs> yeah, stuff for it. <laughs> anyway, I've got a passion for like, for, like camping. Like I've, 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 I'm seeing the things going. I'm thinking like I could see myself next year going on a training camp with a caravan. So more of that later on. <laughs> more of that, mate. You'll see me cruising around in a caravan. Um, so last week we, we spoke a lot. Did we already say about, about the PTO race? And yeah, we, we mentioned it, didn't we? Last week we went into what, a lot of detail. Like a lot of detail. A lot of but, detail. I can't be asked. We again. were just saying there was draft in there in the women's race. Uh, what else happens? Like- uh, that all the people cramped up, and we find it very amazing that they all went from like K Hall to to like. All when Gustav was catching him. I know. Like black magic. But also, like all them went into the KO, managed to creep out and run like amazing run from Christian, like getting back out of that. But anyway, yeah. So we. Uh, there's other podcasts um, that have gone a, over that today. Yeah, exactly. There's no point us now. Yeah, it's old, um, news. old news, isn't it? Like it's very, very old news. Old news um, doesn't make good news. Before we're heading to the main subject of the week, we're going to talk about the uh, training in Font Remote, probably. Maybe you can learn something from it. Maybe not. They or, probably, you know, yeah, what they not could learn do. something. We're quite educational people. I yeah, think. we are. We are. This is the podcast you'd listen to uh, if you want to learn something. Like- if you want to get fit, you want to get fast, you want to listen to it. We we helped Christian Blumenfeld. He's a regular listener, and we helped him to world championship success. I think Gustav has started listening to it. He's now winning PTO races. So there's <laughs> a trend. We- Sam Laidlow, you had him on the show, fourth place at the PTO race. I know. We should also get our secret pro back on, dish it out on some things. Yeah, yeah. This, we had a secret pro last week. Uh, so if there's a pro with like a, uh, a voice memo, like with, with something on in the scene, or uh, what we about, can talk about it. Yeah, talk about that. Or we could speak to our secret pro, yeah. Or if there's another secret pro, another pro. Just send it in send and we'll, we'll make the voice memo like sound like a robot. Everything is anonymous when you send it to us. We will never name names. We will never disclose your identity. But one thing I... No matter uh, how much they try and cancel us, we will not take you down. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I um, I did want to say is, uh, Joe, last week I had an Instagram message from one of the followers and he had a legit question. For me? Yeah. I said, do you want me to ask this to Joe on the podcast? He said, yes, because I want to know the qualification of the horse when you're when you're allowed to neigh like a horse so you're right. allowed to neigh like a horse when you're pushing 750 watts right basically yeah 744 watts one horsepower equals 744 yeah. watts he did 722 watts it's not good it's not a neigh but 
He said, since I have dwarfism, would you guys accept this nay worthy or do the same rules apply? He said, I need to know because I need to know if I need to push harder. My length, my height is 152 centimeters or just about five feet. I'm 123 pounds, which is 55.5 kilos. And my FTP is 234 watts. Flipping it, that's nearly five watts a kilo. Good job he's not out in Fulton Road. He'd probably drop us, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's a beast. But anyway, is he able to nate when he's on Swift? And oh, man, like, I'd love to say, yeah, but like, I'm afraid it doesn't count. But since he's got dwarfism, know, what, what about that? It's like a Shetland pony, one, one of the smaller ones. No, nah, one horsepower is one horsepower. It's not but pony does power. Shetland, the Shetland pony is probably like less strong. It's not pony power, mate. It's horsepower. Like, I'm <laughs> but, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you've got dwarfism. You've given it a good crack, but... One horsepower, one horsepower, mate. Like, you but just don't let to... the dwarfism let you down from pushing that seven hundred and fifty watts. Haters, because... haters going to hate, mate. But we're we're encouraging you. You nearly got there. You can push an extra twenty watts, and it will be all that much sweeter when you do. I know. Uh, and when you do, um, send us a message. Don't settle for the pony. Be the big horse. And otherwise, you can always ask some pros for their overreading power meters. Yeah, just ask. Uh, like uh, Lionel Sanders, he said on one of his videos that he had an overeating really? me. Yeah, he said it on one of his videos. So like, uh, ask him. Ask that one, can I borrow it for a sprint? Yeah, just ask him if you can borrow it for a sprint. It'll probably like ching it like 900. You know, it'll be like one of them things that you get in the in the uh, car- uh, carnivals, you know, where you go to them or like the circus and you have to hit that mallet with the, thing yeah. with the mallet, don't you? It'll, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like that. It'll be dinging when you hit over 900 watts, mate. Imagine how quick he'd go up a hill if he sprinted 900 watts at 55 kilos. Oh God, it'd be a weapon, wouldn't he? Burning rubber. Yeah. Burning rubber. And he's probably aero because he's small. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably mega aero. I'd love to know if this guy has a TT bike because them power numbers would probably be pretty quick, wouldn't they? Hilly TT, be aero as anything and pushing like decent power. What if his FTP was like 450 watts? Oh, God, you couldn't live him. It'd be nearly nine watts a kilo, wouldn't it? Like, even if He'd he got, be like a bullet, wouldn't if, he? If, I mean, imagine if we had age group manager and you could get him up to 300 watts. Yeah. Could you imagine? Nearly six watts a kilo. Yeah, that's like what we'd send him up for the world tour just God. to get him ready for like an Ironman. He could come and train with us then. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of our age, age group manager, do you think we should do something? Yeah, we, we, we definitely, we mentioned age group manager in some of our earlier episodes. Some of the I new think listeners. the first episode, it no, came quite up. A few, yeah, quite a few it did. And age group manager was this theory that me and Tom had where we want to have a competition. And I remember playing on championship manager, the old football managing game when I was younger. And I used to love it. You know, you get a team, you have to do their training and everything and you, you get them to, to try and win the premiership. Well, we want to take someone from league two. We want to coach someone who's like a 10 hour, puts about 10 hours a week in. They're not too serious. Got a, you know, they've got the mentality where they want to train more, but they might have a few other things that come up. We want to take they want, someone. They, they also need to go to like the pop and all that. Like, yeah, or they're like, like, yeah, they're not like, they're not. They, what, what if they would say like, hey, Joe, I just did a run and I want to share you my glucose data with you. What does my uh, glucose, nah, glucose monitor, if they wear a glucose, if they're a glucose monitor in triathlete, then sorry, then they're not age group manager. They're probably going to have to sign up to, uh, I don't know, triathlon tower and motive or something like that. That'll probably be more their kind of thing. Do you think that uh, app would connect to the glucose monitor? Oh yeah. They, they're all scientific all them lot. They all stay in the same circles. Uh, it's a, it's a, what it's would a, your it's philosophy be then? It's a cult. I saw someone today in Font Mo, me and Fabian were walking out the pool. I saw someone with uh, a glucose monitor and Fabian said, he's swimming one. I said, man, that, it, that tells me he's a serious athlete. He's he not going to be going to an after party. He's going to be drinking water. He's going to be in bed by 9 PM and he's going to be up training at 6 AM. But, Age group manager is basically we want to train someone who enjoys life, lives life to the full. They might go windsurfing, I don't know, drink, you know, mm-hmm. bit of mixture of everything. Basically, we'd go, we'd go to the club till six a.m. For example, I mean, if you're an age grouper, 
and then we'd do the session next day because that's character. That's character. That is character. That's character. And uh, we want to see how quick can we make them. We want to try and get two people of similar ability. Mm. Tom coaches one. I coach one. But probably we won't do it right now because what I think, if, if, if our patrons and all that would evolve a bit more... Then we could use the um, uh, to do like a, we could maybe pick a, a video. Like we could pick a, a patron. Yeah, maybe we yeah. could pick a patron. And we yeah, we could pick a patron. Uh, we could get a couple. Like say we get four people, and you guys could everyone can vote, and we'll put them on Instagram stories over time or something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll do an Instagram thing, and you guys can pick who we coach. And basically, we end up having a head to a head to head where my person takes on Tom's person at a particular race. Exactly, exactly. And we see who wins, who gets the spoils. I, th- I don't think we should do it right now because first we got Kona coming up. Oh, the... we can't do it now, but this we'll, we'll have to pick a race now for But I think year. at some point, if we got more patrons, we could do it and then do a video because we also have got this idea of a video that we want to do one time. Yeah. Like the budget 70.3 race. The budget 70.3 race is another thing we want to do. Tom, let them know what is the budget 70.3. We need to do that this year, don't we, really? Yeah, but we're doing Ironman Western Australia in December. Like, so where are you going to finish off? Yeah, we wanted to do that. Though. That would have been so cool to do it this year. Um, a six hundred so pound budget. So basically, we get a six hundred pound budget, and we need to buy everything for it, like the bike, the helmet. You can't get anything from no sponsors. Kit. You've got no kit, and you can't get anything from a sponsor. So not, not from even... friends. You can't say like, "All right, I'll be, I'll buy your specialized shift TT for yeah. ten euros." Everything you but, source has to be from unknown people. Like who you don't know, no sponsor stuff. Of a marketplace, and we want to document yeah. the thing on YouTube. Yeah, we want like to in stages, it. like a training, and, uh, and yeah. maybe some of the uh, like that you would go out so, and buy that budget bike. Yeah, if you want a bike computer, that comes out your six hundred euros. If you want a wetsuit, you got to pay six hundred euros, or you could chance it. You know, you might think I'm not going to buy a wetsuit because I can save that extra thirty pounds and put it towards some better run shoes or like you exactly. know, some clip on TT bars. Exactly. So everything comes out of it. We go to a pro race and we see how fast can we go on six hundred pounds. What can we do? What can we achieve? Can, can can we do well? Can we scalp a pro? And the interesting thing I would see say for the uh, the viewer is um, what choices will you make with that budget? Yeah, are you gonna buy one disc wheel and that's it? Oh, a disc wheel that'd be nice if you could get like an but old just one. that. You want maybe you get nothing. one from like the 80s, you know, when like Le Monde and stuff like that, or 90s, True. you know, when you get one of them True. knockoff ones for fifty quid. Yeah, a disc cover, disc cover. But I'd say, well, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share my tactics. He's got here, his tactics. Ones, I've got tactics. Um, so that's the. Uh, but speaking about the patrons, for them that don't know, it's a uh, website where you can support us with five dollars a month, and we're going to use that money towards um well some of the videos that we did on youtube uh more content um so that patrons website link is in our bio and basically the more money we get from patrons the more cool stuff we can do like make videos because we need to get our mate pepe don't we to do it yeah and he's got a normal full-time we need to pay for like uh, the flights and airbnbs yeah so it's it's like not and then uh, that's the only thing that's holding us so we're not using it to make money like if you uh want to have some info just send me a dm i'll say i'll show you mate um but anyway, yeah, so that patron, I think this month that we're now in Fund Remote, we should do like a couple of, just throughout the week, just share some of our sessions and the highs and lows or something yeah, yeah, on that Patreon website. So we can do like, a, it's like an Instagram. Oh, I had um, a couple of sauna battle stories as well that I got sent to me, but I haven't got them ready. So I'll save them for next for next week or something. I love you a sauna battle story. A good sauna battle. Yeah. Can we do a sauna battle in Fund Remote? There is a sauna in Fund Remote. On an easy day here, I want to go to a spa. The, the spa here is not, not great. I'll drive an hour to get to an Oh, spa. you want to drive to one? I thought you meant at the centre. <laughs> I'll drive to one. So what's the next bit then? We're going to talk about 70.3 Ecuador or the fittest old boys. 
Let's start off with seventy point three Ecuador because this was a race two weeks ago, and this uh, this grinded your gears, didn't it? This got Tom well, really not upset. Not just my gears. This got Tom upset. Your, your gears went as well because <laughs> I had a DM from uh, one of the dogs, and uh, this dog said, "Hey, mate, have you seen what happened in seventy point three Ecuador?" And I was like, "I haven't really seen what happened. What happened?" And he was like. It was a pro race, male and female, and apparently on the female pro race, there was only one female on the list. Sounds like my kind of race. Like, that I could is our myself, race. I could make some but decent money on that because I could just We cruise. spoke about this last week. Um, we thought, what, how does this happen? I mean, there's nothing about, like, that girl can't do anything about it, but Iron Man... Can't you thought really, Iron Man should cancel it, didn't I you? I think, yeah, of course. You can't have a race with one, yeah. but it's not a race. What about Iron Man putting some... Uh, what about Iron Man giving it to the top six, even age groups? Didn't you say some age groups beat her? Not sure. Right, not good, sure. But, but just, you, you're the, the only pro in the race. It's a mega awkward swim start. She only got it's three like, PTO points for that, because I saw it on the on the PTO lot. On the PTO three PTO, PTO, PTO points. Three PTO points. That's all she got for winning 7.3. There will not be a lower point scoring race for a win. That is absolutely nuts. But anyway, what I thought is... Iron Man always got a deadline for pros for signing up, right? Yeah. Then but, you should say like, wow, is something wrong with the registration system? Uh, what do you mean? Well, we've got one pro. Did we miss some? Well, no, we didn't. Then Iron Man should- could have posted up on their Instagram. We have one pro registered for 70.3 Ecuador, prize money going down to sixth place. Do more people want to race? And then give literally just give them a shout out, you know? Exactly. Like, give them a shout out. Because like, if you'd not, be thinking, if they said there's one male, I'd be thinking, Laura, do you fancy a trip to Ecuador? Because I could do the 70.3 there, get some coin. Get even some you bonus. could do it. Just walk around yeah, course and you some, get some coin. And I, Yeah, I could get some sponsors. Or I could have said to Laura, Laura, let's quickly sign you up for a pro license. We'll go and do Ecuador. You've got eight and a half hours to finish because they don't penalise people for finishing a certain amount of percent behind, no, do they? exactly. And I could have said, Laura, if you, if you finish second here, we can get our whole trip to Ecuador probably paid for, you know, just, exactly. just, just battle through, just get but through. For the, you can't really say it's a professional sport if you're the only one racing. You can't say. I mean, there's nothing she can do no. about it. Like, I mean, should have said, we can't let this race go ahead. We need to cancel it. We'll go, we'll, we'll, like, we'll, we'll tell her three weeks up ahead. If she's got any costs towards it, we'll pay that. And then she can sign up to another race yeah, where wouldn't. we hopefully have a bigger fuel. But you can't flip and race. Could you imagine a cycle but, race with one person? Like, it'd be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be a solo time like, I, I, That's like what, what we what everyone did in Corona, like a solo yeah. 5K. That's what it basically is. But I saw um, the Commonwealth Games marathon as well this week, and there was only like literally like in the men's right, I don't know how many did the women's, but there was literally like 15 people on the start list in the Commonwealth Games marathon. It's crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's such small fields. It was like, made no sense. Why is that? I don't know, but like, I could have done it. I mean, for Ecuador, I can think it's like miles away, isn't it? For yeah. 70.3. Yeah. I mean, if you're in more North America, it's only pretty four hours, isn't it? Four or five hours. Yeah. Like, you people fly that in Europe, don't they? Yeah. Looking weird. But anyway, for her, she's got a win. Win she's is a win. win. No I, one knows in 20 years. No, I'd like to have a win on a 70.3. Dude, I, I mean, if I could see some 70.3 races in Europe, and I'd be the only one on the list, mozzarella's going every one of them. I mean, <laughs> just getting the cash. Only one on the list and home. a downstream swim. And a downstream, mate, downstream trail, downhill bike, um, backwards jog. I don't mind. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I want to tell you about the fittest, fittest old boys because like I, I've been training with this guy called Phil Hare and uh, he's 67 years old and he's only been cycling for like 8 or 9 years and uh, like so you'd think like some people that are really fit on the bike if they're that age would have been tra- training for like 40 or 50 years you know done it all their life and mm-hmm. they're just fit because they've just been doing it this guy's only been doing it for like 8 years how old is he? 67? 67 years old 67 years old yeah and uh, he he uh, I was out on a ride with him the other day and like I did I did like tempo stuff with him like um on like the Tuesday 
and it was like fucking hot. Like, you know, it was like when, when we had the heat wave in England. So I was like, I was like, we, it was in the end of like a three hour ride. And we did like some 20 minute efforts, like at 335, 340 watts, something like that. And he was like hanging on. But then on one of the climbs, I upped it a bit because you know what it's like, you get pushed the climbs a bit harder, mm-hmm. don't you? So I did that and he got dropped a bit because he said he was like, he couldn't take a drink because he didn't want to like take me down or didn't want to, um, couldn't, he didn't, he thought he'd get dropped. So, he, so I was like, all right, don't worry. And then like I went out with him on the Sunday. And on the Sunday, me and Nathan, like it was a lot cooler condition. So he was hydrated. He was on top of his electrolytes and everything, weren't he? And uh, on the way back, we'd been pushing it up every climb as well, actually. So every climb, I'd been riding like 420 to like 450 watts, 460 watts. And they're like, take about, basically about... Was it with or without the overreading power meter? This is, I don't know what it does, but this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is they, they take about four, two and a half minutes to like four minutes. So they're not that long. They're only like that, like that kind of length. Um, but anyway, Phil wasn't that far behind. And uh, I'm thinking, flipping it, like, uh, firstly, A, he's going well, and B, he's probably going to have a heart attack because he's, like, 67 years old, <laughs> yeah. and he's, like, pouring the sweat, and his heart's going high. He's, like, going keeping up with Nathan, who's, like, you know, training for, like, sub-nine hours, you know, at Almere. Yeah. Uh, that's what he wants to do, and I'm thinking, Jesus, like... And then, anyway, I said to him, well, we'll do these climbs all hard, and then on the way back, we're going to do... Uh, you've done that bit from, yeah, the, you like know, from Hulk. Yeah, on that, like, little bit undulating, yeah, bit twisty. Yeah, yeah, tempo, and I said to Nathan... I'll do, um, t- we'll do two minute turns, I think, or yeah, something like that. We're doing two minutes each on the front, me and Nathan, like and my target on the front, Nathan's on his TT bike and like with this wheel and everything, you know, like mm, full, full on set, aero full- age grouper, just the one that takes it way too serious. That one? Yeah. <laughs> that would go full- on an easy ride, disc wheel, tri-spoke, he does go on. Helmet. He does go on an aero, well, oh no, he doesn't use his aero helmet, but he uses a disc wheel now. He just got it on there. Why does it do that? I don't know, but it's better because it pushes you a bit more. So I don't mind. I quite like it. Well, um, always when I see these people, I'm like, mm, I, I just mm. think he's bad bike mechanics to be honest and he can't change it. Yeah. But uh, he, we, we were doing two minute turns and I was like on the way back, I was like, I need to keep it over four, 400 watts, you know, like, uh, and then my recovery is like sitting behind him and then mm-hmm. he works hard and you save quite a lot, don't you, sitting behind him? Yeah. So sitting behind him, I was only like 260, something like that. So it was decent recovery. Um, and I was thinking we'll drop Phil because like we were pushing it fairly hard on the, on the hills. He stayed the whole way. And I said to him... And he overtook. And he... he, he no, he didn't sprint. I would laugh. I would laugh if he sprint. But I said to him at the end... Got up. He's like, I said to him at the end of the ride, how hard was that on a scale of one to 10? Thinking he was going to say eight or nine. He went, I don't know, about six. <laughs> really? Six. I said, I don't know, think, is my power meter overreading? Like, is my power meter overreading? Because how can a 67-year-old find that? And he said about a six out of 10. And it got me thinking, like, is he super fit? How fit are some of these 65 plus guys? Like, does anyone know someone who's over 65 that is an absolute weapon? Like, what is the fittest pensioner in the world? Like, I don't know. Because this, um, he's probably not the fittest pensioner in the world. But, but who, who is the fit, who is the fittest pensioner in the world? Like, how fit are they? Yeah. Like, what is the, because, I mean, there must be some incredible people that are like over 65. Yeah. We want to know. I want to know. people 90 finishing Ironman, but yeah, what, yeah I want to see some really. I want to know, like, how. If you know an absolute weapon, like a 217 marathon that is 86 years old. Yeah, or even yeah, anyone, someone that's like <laughs> over, over 65 years old, ideally closer to 70. Or a 90-year-old bowler that can throw that ball at 100Ks an hour. Yeah. Remember when like, you were I mean, doing like 20 miles an hour, like, like 100Ks. We've been, we were doing like a bit of a chain on the way back and like, I've been with like pretty decent, like normal people that are like, yeah. you know, and they've been dropped and this guy's like six out of 10 and think, fucking man, my power yeah. probably overreading. <laughs> Maybe I was only doing 280 watts. <laughs> like, that makes you think though that, the people that you've dropped on rights are then less fit than a 67-year-old. Yeah, he's a weapon, mate. And then he did two run races this weekend. He did one on Friday and one on Sunday. Five-mile on Friday, half-marathon on Sunday. 
All right. And he swims. He's just got in swimming. He's going to be at a half Ironman near you soon. Almir, mate, I could like. I'd like to see him there next year. Yeah, let's uh, quickly um, do an battle of the influences. I'm going to have to do it now. You've I'm, got. I'm to do stepping it. in, mate. Well, yeah, yeah, but it is now battle of the influences. So this, this little, t- let's do an update on our race schedule because people are like, when are you going to race? I was going to get a trophy made for that as well. A trophy for the battle of the oh, influences. Oh yeah, yeah. I was so get I one. want to do it. Scott Bevel's injured. Um, who else was going to? But do surely, it? if they Big can't Nets make it not- to the start line. That's not your fault. I know, but it's not a battle. It's like a, you're the only one on the line. Is it a battle? It's not. I asked Jan Fredino. I asked Lionel Sanders. They don't want to. They didn't want to do a battle of the influencers. Um, so in the end, because I have to go to Italy for charity the end of August, I was thinking if I need to go from Italy to then Ireland, it is quite a far drive. But I didn't mind. But then the national coach was like, "Hey, big hitter." <laughs> I've heard no, you're quite a big deal in triathlon. <laughs> no, I wanted to do, originally I wanted to do Challenge Almere because it's like a home race and I've never done it. But there are only six people allowed, six Dutchies. This is like a, a European championship. But surely there's, they couldn't like, have not mate, put you in. There's not, not five, there's not five ahead of you in Dutch, is there? Well, he had, um, he wanted me to do a half distance in the Netherlands um, for me to qualify for the full distance. What do you say? Half distance is a kid's race. I don't do them. <laughs> Um, it's not even the full deal. <laughs> I only do full we, distance. We had a we had a disagreement on that. Like I, I uh, but it was. Uh, um, but anyway, yeah. Later on, we had like a chat. We got along, and he said, "Do you know what? I'm going to give you a chance to see what you've got in the tank." So I'm going to Almere, mate. I had a right battle in Almere when I was there last. Yeah, but you won it. You won the yeah, European but, championship. Yeah, but I was in a, I was in a battle, mate. Like I don't know if I've mentioned the battle, but I was there with a Ukrainian. You know, like he was ragged you know with them you know them old triathletes that you get you know iron man pros yeah that have been tracing the sun for far too long you know yeah. they look a bit battle weary don't they like you right like now that. probably <laughs> give me five more years and i'll probably start looking like one but he was like a battle weary pro we were i was on the bike i managed to get off i think in like first of all on the bike i had a massive low if i, if I was doing a podcast that week it would have been low of the week got out the swim two and a half minutes down the full distance thinking money's in the bank <laughs> what happens to me shit transition don't see the bike that's leading the group so what do i go and do i take a fucking wrong turn after two k's and end up losing three and a half minutes and i'm six minutes down and i'm like shit i'm like i'm as far back as what i normally am now after the swim this is absolutely shit so anyway grind my way up i think i get off the bike in third place there might have been that christian hugenhauk yeah, yeah, yeah i think it might have been him i'm not 100 percent sure but i think he was off the bike ahead of me and then Evert Scheltinger oh, leading yeah. the race. Le- he was leading it, mate. Um, the top ended up, guy. Yeah, so I ended up like chasing him down. I think I got into second place. And all of a sudden, battle-weary Ukrainian catches me. Suddenly we're running neck and neck. And I'm like, shit, man. Like I've, I thought I was going to win this. And now I've been caught. And I've been getting so many second places. I was like, I can't have this happen again. Thinking if he's already caught me, he's obviously running quicker than me. So I'm just going to have to stay with him. So I stayed with him. Now I didn't, I didn't look at the watch at all, but like afterwards it's on Strava. Well, it was on Strava. I've got that account now, but like uh, you could see the splits and everything. It's probably on my training peaks, but I could see the splits that like they were like, sometimes we were doing like a 320, 330K, but then other times we'd be doing a 420K, you know, like it Why? was- Why? Because you, you, you can feel the difference of speed. Yeah, because he was surging to try and drop me. Oh, right. He just wanted to drop me. He didn't give a shit what pace we run. So he was putting in a really quick one. And all I was thinking was, 
all I'm going to do is just run next to him. I don't care because I looked at him and I thought, I think I can take him in a sprint. You know, I've, 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 so my plan was to stay with him until 200 to go, 300 to go. And that was it. I was going to be gone, man. Like that was my, that was, uh, and was that what happened? No, so uh, we ended up running close. I was running really close to like agitate him. So like yeah. our arms were shoulder almost to like shoulder, yeah, shoulder to shoulder. And every aid station we got to. This is the battle I had with Scott Bevel in South Africa when we yeah. did the walk run. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and it every uh, aid station I got to, I I went in front of him, got the drink first. Because he's in the back foot, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like he's going to lose a second or two at every aid station, isn't he? Because he can't get a drink but until I've got one. He doesn't yeah. know if I'm gonna what one I'm going to get. But then he would close up straight away, you know, and we run side by side from about probably 7Ks in, because I think it was just on the second lap when he caught me, to 34Ks. And uh, literally neck and neck, not a metre between us, really. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, the chimp? And then we get to an aid station, about 33 kilometres in, 34Ks in, and... Um, he doesn't close up to me and there's about five metres behind us and it just stayed like that for about 10 seconds and I thought, now's the time. I need to go. So I just put my head down. I banged it like, uh, I don't know, sub six minute mile in, which, you know, towards that point, the Ironman's pretty quick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, And then the guys from Almere, the organisers, came up to me about a K, a K to a K and a half later and they said, Joe, I'm from the organisation. I said, where is he? Where is he? said he's he's about 20 seconds something like that you know back they said the organization said if you go under eight hours we'll give you an extra thousand euros so i drill i just put my head down battled away and then when i got towards the stadium because i had one more lap after that there are only six k's aren't they mm-hmm. six and a half k's laps it's like seven laps i could hear the announcer saying he's got one minute to go to go under eight hours um and then like i just got, i like gave it everything that's where that picture is you know me oh, like, yeah, battling, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got in there with 20 seconds to go. And then when they pe- transferred the money, the extra thousand euros, they put sub, sub eight coffee machine because I said I wasn't going to buy a coffee machine, a coffee machine until I won my next race. That it's was what I said in 2014. I waited and I was, I went, I went out Weymouth and I had to wait three more years until I did it. Literally, until <laughs> I got the next one. So I want to do Almir. I couldn't do it last year because it was also like a, a, a world championships ITU and, uh, I like that race. I didn't do the half, so I couldn't be doing it being the full, but this year, um, He's uh, put me up with the big stallions, the Dutch stallions. So Lil Mutz is going to take it up uh, the other big ones. Really? But you're going to go to Ireland then. Uh, Wales. Wales, Wales, Wales. I'm going to go to Wales. I'm going to bat- battle the influencers. I'm going to battle the hills there. The fat boy is going to see if he can get up the climbs. Like- the good thing is you can watch me race on a Saturday and I can watch you race on a Sunday. Oh, it's yours on the Saturday? Yeah, yeah I thought Saturday. What, maybe I could do both then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the ferry back real yeah, quick. Get like a flight, the night ferry. A you could do oh, night ferry. Would he get into no, Oh, he God. Like, I'll get a, I forget a quick flight. Like, yeah, a quick flight. Yeah. Stage race. Iron Man stage race. Um, but no, Tom... Uh, talking about climbs, we've got an absolute weapon out here with us, haven't we? He used to be a pro cyclist. Thomas Decker. Yeah. He's won Tour Romany before, uh, won Torino Adriatico back in 2006. And we're going to be getting him on the podcast. He's got a very colourful past, hasn't he? He's got a very, very colourful past because um, he's been caught doping he's back been, then. He's been caught doping and he's going to give us the lowdown on what it was like, what made him get into it because he wasn't doping when he first got into it. But there'll be, he'll, he'll tell us a lot more about that. But what made him change what effects he had from it. But also, um, and I've got shit loads of questions about this, like triathlon, what's the like doping stuff like? I mean, uh, when do they test? How do they test? Um, what does he think about it? How does it compare to like cycling? Um, yeah, we want to, well, yeah, he's going to have his little questions. He's already told us that he thinks that 
doping in triathlon would be probably rife and mega easy to get away with because you only race a few times a year, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got he, he's just got some really good stories. He's keeping us entertained, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, he's had a wild life after his triathlon career as well. You can Google it. It's, it's all on there. We, he's, anyway, also, he's also got a book. We just want to give a little shout out to him for it as well. If you want to uh, have a little Google or find out a bit more about him before he comes on, it's called The Descent. So check that he out. He says it's more edgy than, what other book was it? He said it's more edgy than Tyler Hamilton's and David Miller's because I told him that I'd read, read them uh, read, read them and he said mine's a lot better it goes into a lot more detail so I bet it's probably they did, pretty they didn't tell any everything or something they told I thought they told a lot obviously I he's don't know he's a good laugh isn't it he's, he's, got- a good, he's a good laugh and uh, he's obviously like uh you know, had some highs and some some lows and stuff, and some, uh, he, some lows, some very high highs. But, yeah, but he's on he's on the straight and narrow. And if 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 his life was a roller coaster, it'd be mega extreme in Vegas. You know, like <laughs> it'd probably be going off but, the rails. <laughs> talking about Fond Romojo, um, we arrived yesterday after a very very long drive. Did the first day today. We did a altitude's easy. Did, it's a myth, isn't it? We, it's not easy for the mozzarella. I've told on the podcast that I hate altitude before. Numbers don't lie because I can see my heart rate data, mate. It is I'm thinking, through the roof. I'm thinking that chain gang is going to be so much easier out here. Your chain gang. <laughs> we can we can compare all the data from Girona when the, we did the training. Oh, last week when it wasn't in the Netherlands, like. But today we did like a, a two hours and fifteen minute ride. What did you average power wise and heart rate? I, I didn't have power. I, it's got no battery. I need to like I based on feel mate Brett Sun style oh, Brett feel, Sato. feel, feel Sato. Sato, feel. would love it we contacted Sato because we were also thinking about going to San Moritz he wouldn't let us join the squad would he that's one of them if you look at for example we went up three climbs at the end if you look at the heart rate data it's like four four big efforts isn't it so he did four climbs wouldn't really say the big efforts they were just like steady climbs but his heart rate was going higher and higher what did you average one- so the average was 142 which if I would do a road bike ride in the Netherlands I need to ride like so last week I did a 120k ride through a shitload of cities like Rotterdam, The Hague, twice, Delft and all that. So it's a mega, mega slow loop. You would get mega annoyed because it's like 20, uh, 200 traffic lights. Oh. Average 35k's an hour on a road bike. And you must heart, have been going through red lights or something. My heart, sometimes. My heart rate was like, uh, was 136. So that's like a steady, steady uh, ride. So this was way. basically like you were doing two, two hours This ride today, case. we did t- two hours and 15 minutes easy. And my average heart rate was 142. What was the speed? It must have been at least 36k's. Like. 27.9k's <laughs> an hour. But yeah, it's a bit of gone. But my heart rate went up to like 170. 170? That's One, really high for you. Yeah. Whew. I know, I know. So and guys. then on the run, we did like a run, um, which is a 10K easy run with 300 meters of climbing. Not sure if you can call that an easy run, but it was I tried supposed to, to talk be easy. To him and he said, <laughs> give me a minute. I'm at threshold. This is towards the end, didn't you? Like, yeah. And I was like, all right. Like, <laughs> it was towards the end. It was a steep like, climb. That was steep. It was, it was about 15%, wasn't it? Average 150. So that would be like four beats under Ironman heart rate. So do I struggle at altitude? Yes. And there's also a bit so, of gamesmanship going on here because- in But the you book, said it's possible, positive that I, that I struggle so hard at altitude, altitude. Yeah, well, I think you'll get some good gains. Once you get like acclimatized to it, then when you go back to sea level, it's gonna, you're going to be flying. Um, but one thing okay. I would say is the Norwegians, they bloody junkyard dogged us, didn't they, today? Did they? Yeah, in the pool, you know, the Norwegians. I didn't. They junkyard dogged me about three times, man. Did they? Yeah, I, I waved at one of them. It wasn't even Christian and uh, and uh, Oh, didn't they're do psych- it anything to. Uh... They're psyching us out, man. They're, te- they're, they're, uh, they're, they're playing with us. You can't play someone at the wrong game. 
Can they? <laughs> the dog that bite, barks loudest. The bo- dog that, what did he say? To the the dog that barks last. doesn't bind. The bar- the, oh, dogs that bark don't bite. That yeah. was one of them. Or the dog that barks last barks the loudest. I, I don't know. But Something like that. Got to laugh the dogs. Um, anyway, yeah, with that with that in mind, with the training this week, um, yeah, any, I'll take it easy this week, the whole week, and see if it like gets any uh, lower. But on the swim today, you were saying, how do you feel? How do you feel? I was thinking the swim is actually all right, but then here comes the paradox. Swim always feels shit. So I'm not sure whether at altitude... That was like, your word to me. He said, well, yeah. I always swim shit, so I didn't really <laughs> swim any shit. Like, it was like the same. <laughs> I'm not sure whether swimming feels worse at altitude or at sea level, because it's always shit. You said you were swimming the same pace, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. like, and it, so you were like, it's not even any worse. It's not any worse. But I'm so not- the times weren't worse. It didn't feel worse. It just always feels shit. Yeah. So you couldn't really make anything of it. All right, then. So what, I what's, reckon- the, uh, what's the plan for Fun Ramal this week? Well, get stuck into it like... Uh, pretty much tomorrow onwards when we like all right we'll get stuck into it uh from tomorrow onwards before we go off to the instagram post of the week oh, um, i forgot about that yeah we've got a sneaky one um yeah so uh if you want to see more of that go over to uh the patreons one the link is in the bio <laughs> joe instagram post of the week the instagram post of the week is a guy who does an Iron Man? He's obviously smashed it. He's been out there for quite a while, I think, because it's dark, isn't it, in the background? It's pretty dark. So if you can see the dark sky, you know uh, your race may not have gone as you plan as it, as uh, you hope for, because you always want to finish before it gets yeah, dark. Yeah, but maybe he planned for coming in, in in the middle of the night and then dark was at like seven, so he actually had a good race. You don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but like ideally, you want to get in before it's dark, don't you? You know, <laughs> ideally, you want to get in at like seven hours and forty five minutes. That would be. <laughs> but, <laughs> Ideal situation. He, he managed didn't. to not. He managed to not lose lose his uh, engagement ring. Otherwise, that could have been an expensive race. Um, and then he proposes to his missus. While he does it, he, he gets, gets on his knee. Sciatica, mate. Sciatica. That's what it was. What's that? You know when you get nerve pain, like uh, your nerves in your back. Tra- no, uh, your uh, bone traps your nerve or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. on your back. I think he got that, and he got like a sciatic shock, and that was why he like collapsed and he looked like he was having a fit or something on the floor no what I saw he wasn't having a fit though but it was like sciatic pain I think it looked like he um, he was getting on his knee to propose and all of a sudden he was cramping up so bad that the organisation first had to like massage his legs Here's the little video. You can have a little look. So he gets down. Oh, no, it's not dark. It's not dark. I thought it was dark. No. It's, so he's fast. He's fast. That's because he's got him like, oh, my. He's got cramps. The organization is helping him. So a couple of questions I've got. But his missus looks in shock. Like she's yeah, never she's seen Yeah, she's like, oh, bad. shoot. I didn't want to get married, really. The question I've got is, if he had that ring with him, was it covered in gels and all that? And, and like Red Bull and, and pee because oh, that'd be horrible wouldn't it here like, you've got yeah. a little sneaky sticky ring well maybe he what brought, do you think well it could have been possible but he probably planned for that so he brought an even bigger diamond what would he have it so in the special needs oh that's risky that is you risky you don't get your special needs bags back mate if you leave <laughs> it because one of the volunteers is like um 2680 you say we can't find that one. You're like, flipping hell, I've got the engagement yeah, they, ring. Yeah, I don't think he'd left it in that because like, w- I think he must have. So if you would have wanted to, to propose in an Ironman race, where would you put the thing then? In my running shoe. In your running shoe. You would get blisters, mate. No, because then I'd get it out when I got on the run. Right, you the get bag. it out. And then where would you get it? 
but I, I just put it on my thing, on my little finger or something. On your little finger, like yeah. trying to marry yourself. No, because I just keep it there, and while I'm running along, and then I'd get it off at the end. But I'd like leave it in. But my it won't be get stuck in gels in in pee in in like no, drinks. No, I wouldn't pee on my hand, would I? But you don't pee on your hand in no. your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's hand. how you feel if you're still there. Am <laughs> 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 <I> still there? <laughs> <laughs> my hand would be all right. What would where would you leave it? I don't know. Um, in on a your gel. could be on your race belt. On your race belt? Oh, that is so risky. People's like uh, things, like strings come off, don't they? And their number starts flapping. If yours does that, you're, that you've just lost a bloody diamond ring, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, could do. But um, all right. Yeah, that's the Instagram post of the week. A little little message of love. Um, we'll be back next week, maybe with an extra episode this week for the Patreons. We've probably got time this week, haven't we? We've got my dad out here who's helping us with di- with like food and stuff at the moment. We've, We've got, got Techno Viking. Techno Viking's out here who's going to do us some pacing. We've got t- uh, Thomas Decker who only does the bike rides and then can chill out after that and support us on the ride. Yeah. On like the run. That's uh, It's going to be an awesome camp and I'm really looking forward to that. Me too, mate. All right, let's make the most of it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, thanks for the support. And oh, by the way, merchandise... About another six weeks. I hope I can get like a stuff to Kona. If, if Why is it six up. weeks? Who are you waiting for? Mate, is shipment getting it like then then all of a sudden after like four weeks they're coming back with is the design, is that is this what you want? And I'm thinking like I thought everything was finalized. Oh, when the really? design it is takes. finalized, it takes another eight weeks. And then sometimes like, hey, the eight weeks is like twelve weeks, it just takes another oh, time. So it's them messing us around. It's messing around, it's messing around. Anyway, uh it's coming, it's coming. Uh, Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.